Beer Fridge Podcast. Hello and welcome to another weekly episode of the Beer Fridge Podcast. Real beer, real breweries, real opinions. As always, wherever you listen to this episode, make sure you subscribe, hit that ding-a-ling-a-ling to be notified of all the latest episodes. You can show your official support by hitting that bell or your unofficial... No, wrong way around. Fucking Christ. Your official support on patreon.com forward slash beer fridge podcast. The home of real beer, real breweries, real opinions and wrong intros. Uh, welcome to episode 295. Would you believe? Whoa! 295 episodes of your favourite beer fridge podcast. Bada bing, bada boom. We're back in the room. All four of us are back. We're back from holidays. Yes. Your two dedicated hosts and uh, the two part-timers mm-hmm. are back um, in the room. International correspondence, sorry. That's, I was on assignment. Bank. I was on assignment. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was oh. doing a bit of my life that makes money. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> Gavin, Callum, Mark and Scott uh, were here for the next 45 to maybe an hour just talking nonsense about beer um, travelling fucking with Mark over the continent <laughs> travelling with collab, Mark we've got collab again um, with Scott and Callum to discuss as well but never, seen as, seen as half, half of the attendees weren't there last week so but you're on the Fierce's we had, the yes, fierce, we had yes, a, we a really good podcast with Fierce last week that was, was good it? fun enjoyed it. did you enjoy it Scott? no <laughs> Martin, Mark, Mark listened and, and passed on his feedback, which was appreciated. Thanks, Mark. I did enjoy it. It was. Um, I thought you were fair, honest, which I appreciated. To be honest, cringeworthy as per usual. Reese. No, mm. it's actually it's super professional. How many times would to... I have wanted? How many times would I have wanted to jump in the sea? Oh, about fourteen for sure. Uh, but right, okay. like. Good. But you missed your, you you had you had a good there was a chance we, you would have missed you missed that one Gil because or because you you mentioned before about doing the tasting stuff properly. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think I, it's one of the best having obviously not being part of it but listening in because I felt you were really honest and fair in terms of what like my, my overall thoughts of fears have been over the last two years basically. And, you know, you didn't mince around the fact that, you know, fears have been, and this is me just adding my 50p in, I suppose, poor for, you know, the last year, I would say. And because predominantly we've got supermarket X, Y, and Z, but the latest releases and the the tasting notes that you guys mentioned um, through the beers as well. That ninety shilling cow sounded fucking banging. Mate, it was and, unreal. Um, unreal. When I um, have to try and get an, a, a, my, my father and my brother were both raging that I owned it and drank it without them. So no, I'm going to have to try and get another can for Christmas time. <laughs> but now it's good. So, see, oh, well, you so, should have been here last week. Well, that's how it works, eh? <laughs> it works indeed. Right, we'll start off. We'll continue as we normally do. Go around the virtual table, see what we're drinking. To, Kick things off in the podcast. Um, we'll stick with the professionals in the room, uh, Callum. Indeed, and we'll go so on a slight departure, them. a slight departure from tradition. Um, I'm starting west tonight, mm. um, and staying there for the foreseeable. Um, I've picked up um, a can out of my fridge, and it's Drygate's Crossing the Rubicon, mm. West Coast IPA, six point nine percent. Um, and I'll be moving on to. 
quote unquote a proper West Coast um in a little bit. Well hopefully a proper West Coast in a little bit. This one is okay. Um it's uh, got a decent body, it's quite bitter, um, not overly bitter, um, but it's it's a bit sweet, I think, for me, for being to be a proper Westie. I, I yeah. don't think I mean we've had we've had some shade in the past for um sort of criticizing West Coast for being tropical and then you know we've got evidence that the original West Coast had tropical vibes and, and all yeah. the rest of it. But I, I don't think they should be sweet overly. Um, I think the over the overarching should be bitter, piney, resin. Um, I, I don't think I should be I should be getting too much sweetness there, um, which this one is, um, and it's it's okay um, for a supermarket number. It's uh, it's it's hitting the spot, um, particularly on the late day. It's that there, isn't it? It's a supermarket spot. It's a a supermarket introduction to the West Coast style, which isn't going to be. But I've got a I've got a track glass moon. Um, Citra Mosaic and Galaxy, seven point two percent West Coast to come up after. So nice, 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 nice. Going then, Delk, back in the room after three weeks off, two weeks off, two weeks, two weeks. Um, I'm on Dark Revs. Uh, Mines of Malcolm. Here's uh, a pale, four point three percent. Nectar on. Is this another shitting on Dark Rev? Uh, this section? is. This is the best dark rev beer I've had in months, put it that way. Um, That's good. Uh, Nectaron, uh, Citra, Um It's just juicy. It's really, really sessionable. Um, 4.3%. It's got a great body to it. And it's just, like you say, it's an ideal Tuesday beer. And this is one I would love to fill the fridge with. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just like n- non-complicated paleo drinking so highly recommend to be honest sounds good i seen a cheeky verdant can indeed Gilroy. indeed so because i've just taken delivery of many more verdant cans I figured i was all right to open this one and um, so it is just had the page open and went away for it it is uh, examiner allocations so it's a six and a half percent ipa it is Australia, New Zealand, hop to the max. So it is Indeed. Enigma, Enigma Ella, and then on, on the Australian side, and then on the NZ, NZ allocation, we have <clears throat> uh, Motueka and Wimea. Yeah. Um, it's superb, mega juicy, incredible, um, really tropical. It's got all those kind of Australasian uh, flavours that you're looking for. Um, it's excellent. Really hoppy. It's got all the all that kind of juicy fruit that you're looking for. Um, six and a half percent. It's absolutely superb. As expected. Um, never taste six and a half. It tastes probably quite like your 4.3, I'd imagine, in terms of juiciness and fruitiness and things like that. And it's, it's absolutely superb. Tropical, spicy resinous notes. Uh, abound in both aroma and flavour and this unique take on a New England and that's what it's like, it's like a New England but with that Australian Australian New Zealand twist um, that just makes it that more gives it, it's more like a it's more a New England way mixed with Umbongo cut Mm. with Umbongo which is is superb can you beat that? 
I'm trying to remember when I drank it back. I drank it in a night where I was trying to forget things, so aye, it got lost in the ether. But I'm sure I enjoyed it to those standards as well. Um, I'm I'm going to shit in the fun parade. Um, I'm fun on, on the a, shit parade. Yes, I'm having a cloud water. No other you. Um, pale ale at four percent. Um, it says H HBC six three zero. It's a single hopped, low strength pale. Um, which is featuring that that hop I mentioned. In New England, it's um shit. Um, <laughs> I, I don't like it. Um, so I picked this can up and my just I quickly scanned it and I seen New England. And I just picked it up. Right, cool. If I scanned a wee bit further, I would have read sweet candy, uh, berries, uh, sorry, bright notes of berries, sweet candy like esters, finishing with a, with creamy notes of peach. Um, and as Callum will, will testify, um, will sing from the hilltops, stop doing beers with peach because they taste rotten. And uh, yes, stop doing beers with fucking peach. Stop pretending to be a peach. Peach is nothing. It's water. It tastes like shit. Um, no big fan of this. And when I opened it, I thought there was something wrong with the beer. Um, it tasted weird. It smelled weird, excuse me. And then it tasted weird. Um, no fan of this whatsoever. Don't fucking touch it. It seems like it seems like this hop would would work best in conjunction with something else. You know, it, it seems a bit strange that this would be a single hop. Um, it's just yeah. it's it, it needs something. You're correct. It needs something beside it. Maybe something a proper New England hop beside it to kind of round off the style that it's trying to achieve, but that's that is not good as a single hop. No, no, no. It's so like, if I see uh, another Jolly Ranchers, right? Aye, mm, bingo. that's the vibe that I go. It just it seems a toss, toss up between Jolly Ranchers and Campino. Mm. Yes, 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 actually. Um, so not a fan, not a fan whatsoever. So don't touch it. Just say. Buy it and argue the toss. Keep a bash. Um, as you'll know, if you're following our Instagram page, you'll know the fridges are well underway to the point where we're at the final four and we have our final four breweries. Um, we have Umbard, we have Vocation, Bayonet have made it through the giant killers, have made it to the final four, and Track. Um, Except from Bayonet, because they're the obvious answer. Is there one of those three bigger guys that are maybe a surprise, or you're going, that's fair play? Nah, I think, well, Unbar done really well last year. That's a two-time final. Two-time. Two-time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not surprised. Then. Vocation's a slight surprise, I would suggest. However, I think a lot of people will drink their beer via supermarkets mm-hmm. so they probably have a big pooling that way that's what i was going to say i think i think vocation have probably got the biggest social media presence out of those four breweries um oh, but yeah. they're kind of the least of our kind of brewery if does yeah. that make sense ken mm-hmm. they're, they're kind of the least the least beer wankery of those four breweries so it's kind of interesting. Yeah, you're correct. They do have the biggest social media followers or Instagram followers. 46,000. Damn! <laughs> At least 42,000 more than us. Yeah, but catching them. 
Mm-hmm. I've only catched them. But I, so I reached out. I reached out to the the, the final four. Um, just to go look here. Well done for making it. Any comment, anything you want to say, or, or and also get feedback from the breweries to see if as does this People's Choice Brewery of the the Year Award hold a wee bit more extra weight for them, knowing that it's a, a an award that's voted by the public and unlike any other one, it's not you're not swayed by kind of prejudgments. Every single brewery goes. Aye, ah, exactly. <laughs> In fairness to them all. You know um, this. Every single all the all four of them got back to us. Um relatively quickly. Yeah. Relatively quickly. Um track, for instance, said it means a great deal. Um anything to do with public voting holds great weight with them and uh, honest feedback to what they're doing. Um they're just glad that people are enjoying the beers. Location said something very similar. They're enamored with the people's response. Um, they were surprised by a couple of titans that had fallen. Um, they've been following it, but they've, they've been following, they've been watching, apparently. I mean, that's a social media guy who probably gets paid to just scroll through Instagram, but fair play. And I, and Umbard said pretty much the exact same thing as well. Um, and they're looking forward to a battle with the other three breweries, which it, it won't be the other three. There's the Umbard have got vocation. I re- I still I still hold my prediction that I did three or four weeks ago that it's going to be on. You bar. called it early doors, didn't you? I still think it's going to be that. And as you can imagine, of course, Bayonet were singing from the hilltops, saying that one they're just thankful to be in the list of sixty four, but to then go through and beat. I I actually never tracked who did who did taken on because that would mean I have to backtrack through votes and have a check. But luckily, he did it for me. Um, they've beaten Full Circle, Missing Link, Daya, and Overtone, which is a farce. But anyway. <laughs> Leave Alex and his one-man band alone, man. Fucking good on him. <laughs> that was like halfway through the vote, and I realised I realized straight away this is this is going to be another fuck. <laughs> Gav Gav created 16 Instagram accounts. I can't accounts. make, yeah, I can't make Instagram accounts quick enough. Fucking bastard. Gavi, Gavi Vostok. Gav's on, Gav's on the phone to the Chinese bots. Gav's a strap. Gav's a strap joins him. <laughs> <laughs> but and on it, like, fair play to them because um, absolute smash and that support for Bayonet has been amazing. Um, probably one of the smallest breweries in the list of 64 to make it through this and just in general and to make it through this far has been awesome for them. He also did say that um, if he, if Bayonet win this somehow, um, he's going to make a beer for it, for winning. Nice. He'll make, he's going to make a, a double IPA. He probably had one in the, uh, scheduled anyway, so. Nah. Oh, come on, let's give him some credit. Let's <laughs> not. Nah, he's a nice guy. No, he is a nice guy. So, um, fingers crossed for all four. Um, all four breweries will get the voting up at some point um, over the next couple of days. I've not decided when we're going to start it. I'll have a discussion after this, and we'll decide when we're going to do it, and we'll let you guys know. Just keep Two your eye. today to the fridges. Yes, so I need to decide when we're going to do it. Um, so, yeah, keep your eye on Instagram, and um, you'll find out when the voting is going to commence for the final four on the Beer Fridge Podcast Fridges 
Brewery of the Year. Right, on to some more reviews, and specifically, Collab Fest. Callum and Scott made it down to Collab Fest, down to Moonwake, to sample some very, I'm very envious of some of the beers that you got to try. Um, tasting notes that you sent over were fucking hilarious. Um, and I wanted, to, <laughs> I would love to dive into them a wee bit deeper because um, they were tremendous. Um, geez, first of all, pictures, <laughs> pictures of the place. The moon, I've never set foot in it. You, uh, you all three, you guys probably have now done so. That place looks wicked. That's awesome. Hi. Yeah. So it's Club Again, by the way, no Club Fest. Ah, well, but, uh, same thing. It's, uh, it's no the, ones, the... ones by uh, Arch Evil to our Brew Dog. Hmm. Um, but it was brilliant. The the, the, the place at Moonweek, uh, right at the brewery, um, the, as, as we the, you know we discussed it at length when we had them on um, the podcast a few weeks back, but a mezzanine um, floor above above the brewery, so you're it's all open plan. Um, you you know you views over the over the top of the brewery. Obviously, it was a Friday evening, so the the kit wasn't working. Um, but you can imagine being in there over an afternoon, watching the guys toiling away while you're drinking their fabulous product. Um, and yeah, I think there was probably seating for about what forty or fifty people. Go. Aye, we never um, ever went through the other bit. No, time. they've got aye, they've got a bit through by, and like a lot of the. Um, the the places around uh, in Leith, they've got a kind of deal with the sort of fast food places. Um, one of them, I think it was a pizza place. They had they had a, uh, a thing on the, um, which is amazing. Um, but the beers themselves were were fab. Six being poured in mm-hmm. Moonwake and six being poured in Lost in Leith. So we did our best to try and get through. Um, all twelve. I think we we tapped out at nine. We decided early doors that we were we were each going to try all of the beer. You know, we were we weren't going to have six each. And, yeah. You know, we were going to go up to the bar and order two half pints of each one, all the way down the list. Um, but we only we only made it to nine before we were gibbering and had to come home. <laughs> <laughs> I just did and finished it. I just did. <laughs> I remember I went into thirds, but I just did and finished it. My mm-hmm. last three thirds, my last pint. But the the food had kicked in by then, and it was coma time. Coma time. Yeah. So, out of the the ones that you did try, what was your individual favourites? Well, favorite? I have to be honest that we tried nine beers, um, and I think Miguel would probably agree that there weren't any that were like setting the world on fire. Mm-hmm. There weren't any that were. You know, out of this world, amazing. Mm. Um, there were there were quite a few that were that were pretty steady. Um, mm. The the black lager, which was incidentally the first one that we tried, which was Moonwake and Tartarus, um, which we, we both really real, we both really enjoyed. Um, the coffee flavor was really fruity, so it was like a you know, it wasn't sort of that kind of burnt toast charcoal vibe that you sometimes get with your coffee malts and 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 stouts. Aye. It was it was a really fruit, it was like almost like a cold brew kind of flavour. Um and quite a substantial body at five percent. So I I, I I personally really enjoyed that one. Mm-hmm. What about you, Gilroy? There was a couple of stouts in there that were a, one in particular in Moonweek that was a bit iffy. It was just a bit 
It was a bit like, you know, what I remember, it reminded me afterwards, was it Mad Squirrel? Wasn't it? It was either Mad Squirrel or what was that? There was another brewery food in South we tried that were in the supermarket and it, what is it, Wild Child or something like Wait, that? Aye, that's mm-hmm. the one. Aye. They, are, they had a style in the supermarket and it was almost cola levels of fizzy. Oh. It was that's like, right, that was that one. It was Coca-Cola uh, and it was meant to be unfortunately, was, or something, wasn't it? That's right. Unfortunately, it was Mirakai. So that was Baker's Dozen and Mirakai. Mm. And it was, was on that? paper six percent millionaire shortbread stout. It, it was singing all the right notes, you know, um, you know, before it was poured. But it was uh, <laughs> this is my tasting though, and I, I think this is probably what you were alluding to when I sent it, Gav. Um, quite an unpleasant smell. Brackets burning rubber? Question mark. Sweet toffee and chocolate on the palate, but too thin and decidedly overcarbonated. Not our favourite. No. See, we, so, yeah. we, we've said this for a while about Mirakai, to be fair. Um, and Stout's the same about Overton, in fairness. Like, yeah. yeah. Just, like, um, and of the flip side, if you look at your, what you you guys written down for the Glasshouse Mirakai one... Yeah, the positivity juice. That was probably up there with the Black IPA is one of the... I mean, 7.2% oat cream IPA. If there was a, if there was a brewery, you know, sort of outside of your tracks and... Um, Verdance and all that that you would you would trust with a, a juicy IPA, it would probably be Ollie and Mirakai. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that one that one did quite well. Um, the other one which was a bit interesting for us was Red Willow and Sure Shot, mm-hmm. um, and the one that was called Boo Boo Liss. Yep. Um, which was apparently an American brown ale. So, can feel, can feel the shots well, coming. Just an IP. No, it was it was a really good beer. It just wasn't a brown ale. It was a, exactly a you know, The <laughs> thing that kind of maybe it maybe kind of flies, you know, under the radar, given it's an American brown ale. Is mm. that style supposed to be different from a traditional brown ale? I mean, I don't know. Um, but this one, yeah, like Scott says, it was just an IPA for us. Um, just an IPA. So, so it was lovely. It was nice, but it, it, it kind of missed the beef for you, but. Um, the elusives and bakers dozen so both both in that collab for the millionaire shortbread one that we didn't think was that great redeemed themselves with our other collaboration right, so that's right yes and glasshouse hit the nail on the head when it came to the old cream ipa which i would say is, is probably their that's their wheelhouse if you yeah. like um mm-hmm. and then elusive and bakers dozen made a really good job with their black ipa so it was tropical and hoppy coffee Smooth, thick, decent body, um, and hoppy, <laughs> and, and had that kind of wee chocolatey bit at the end. It was a really good black IPA, a really good example of that style, and why we uh, really enjoy it. Um, so I, they were probably the 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 top the top trumps out of them all. And then we went to Lost and Leith and we ordered pizza and uh, Super Saiyan pizza dough balls, which were unbelievable. I need to quickly ask before you go to dough balls because they do sound amazing. The session West Coast, the 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 tasting notes are are one hilarious. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And two, aye. I will. Sorry, I'm getting mess. I'm getting text messages at the same time. Probably to reply. Um, Yeah. So this one it was quite strange. what did I say? Full boom and half oomph. Right. It, it was kind of, um, it smelt the part. It smelt really kind of west for me. Um, and it tasted, it was, it was, it was tasted really west. It tasted really, really bitter, but it was mm. like watery. 
Um, so, but what I've said is the uh, Magic Tree IPA, piney resin sweetness, come light, full boomf, half oomph. So, <laughs> not that we're casting aspersions on on any kind of orientation, but um, right, that, that was the that was the vibe that I was getting. So, the girl, was, the girl, the girl raved about that. Um, that was my favorite. That was my favorite review. <laughs> probably the westiest three point eight percent beer I've ever I've, I've tried in a long time. It had the mm-hmm. kind of it had the proper resinous flavor without necessarily zipping. It zipped away very quickly, but it was it was still there and it was mm-hmm. there in enough spades that it it wouldn't make drinking a beer that light. It wasn't a waste of time drinking it if you like it. It was three point eight percent. Because the one thing, um, like reading reading when you sent these through and. And I was like, when you said, Carl, that it was two west, and I'm like, what, 3.8 is two west? Like, fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, that well, must be. But like... I don't know. It's quite strange because it maybe, maybe it depended on the order that we drank them in. And that mm. was a thing that that was a thing that kind of annoyed me a little bit about, about Camper Van, um, Lost in Leith. Um, we know that the way that they operate their, their, uh, their tap room is that they've got, you know, X number of taps that are pouring, but they've got kegs in reserve. So when, when, um, Stuff comes becomes you know used up. They'll put the put another keg on, um, and the menu only had those three beers. So that that one that Miguel's just spoke about there, the the West Coast um, session, it had the King Pina, which was the five percent DDH pineapple pale, mm-hmm. um, which was okay. It was it was it was quite nice, um, and 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 Miguel's words just enough, just sweet enough to make your cum taste sweet. <laughs> Um, uh, and then the other one was good chemistry and utopian, which was the smoke key IPA smoke signals. Um, I'm no a fan of smoke, and I didn't really like it. You, Miguel, did. Um, but uh, but I don't. But I to, palatable to, smoked beer. But there's not very many palatable smoked beers. Either. To cut a long story along, that was uh, what what irritated me a wee bit was um, that the other three beers weren't on the the menu mm-hmm. to try. Um, so, uh, there was three that purpose, we didn't, didn't potentially, mate. I but the upshot of that was that there was three that we didn't get to try, which were a New Zealand Nipa Sure Shot and Moonwake, um, a passion fruit coconut IPA, a uh, Tartarus and Polly's, and the one that I did really want to try was the Utopian and Abbeydale's Nelson Pilsner. Mm. Uh, so those three beers would have probably been high up on the list if, if if they had been available and on the menu, um, but we didn't get to them unfortunately. Especially the New Zealand pills, that'd have been nice. That mm-hmm. would have been good. Yeah. Bit fresh, I. Oh, the probably been, beside the the black lager, that would have been high on my list. Mm-hmm. Definitely the most drinkable. The other ones that if you're going to pick two for that set at twelve, you would you would have four all the time. If you could have them all the time, you mm-hmm. definitely have them. And probably the positivity juice as well. That was really good. You managed to grab any of these? hard to sell. Aye, no, no. <laughs> I don't, I, have they canned any of them, by the way? I don't think they no, have. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think they were all specifically for mm. the pubs. And I think, I think it was like 10 pubs or something, wasn't it? Mm. No, it was something. more than that, mate. It was more than well, mate. It was a lot more than 10 pubs. There was, there was probably closer to 30. Um, pubs getting um, pouring either all twelve or, um, as we said, there was uh, as in Edinburgh there was a couple uh, uh, pubs you know getting poured six of each. So 
I had one about f- half hour, 45 minutes to me, which I was hoping to get to, but I never got to the chance. So I was a wee bit gutted. Because, the, the, like you said, there was three or four there that were the, would have been definites. Mm-hmm. Absolute definites. Like I said, the the Black Lager, New Zealand Pills, and I think the, the Glass House in Mirakai one would have been one, two, or like, probably one on my list. Overall, I think that it's it's a it's an amazing concept, and we'll be I'll be looking out for it next year, uh, and hopefully the the same the same pubs in Edinburgh are are going to be involved again, and we can go back. But the 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 Moonwake Tap Room is definitely one for a visit. It's it's re- it's right close to um, Lost in Leith, um, and all the other wondrous places that Leith has to offer. Um, so yeah, it was good. It's a good night. Such a great. <clears throat> it's just such a great beer hub now for Ed, like I, for Edinburgh. Really well, there's no excuse. I mean, and 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 as as if to highlight the 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 golf for me anyway. We got off the train at uh, at Waverley and walked round to the Guildford for a pint, and it was rammed, standing room only, stanky pish, <laughs> um, and the, the the beer was good. Like I had a I had a pint of Swanee. A cask, the IPA, um, no Orkney IPA, and uh, <laughs> you had Miguel. You had the rat. There's a rat in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. A rat in the kitchen, which was lovely. Um, so two pints of cask, and they went doing. They went doing really well. But we quick exit out of the pushy uh, aroma, and it went at the tram down to Leith, and got seats and both places, and <laughs> and uh, I got a pizza delivered to the table. So I don't think you can argue with that. <laughs> I think it's, it's an underestimated thing by the way going to a bar. Getting a seat. Getting a seat means you're staying there for at least an hour. Minimum. Don't mm-hmm. get a seat. Half an hour, four or five minutes at best. And then you're out there. Like, fuck this. My legs can't take it. Definitely. Moves, <laughs> especially now. Especially there, nobody moves. Like, especially when it's cold. there for a long time. Well, that's it. I mean, my mum and dad went to, to Edinburgh on Friday, just past. In the afternoon, so they were there at lunchtime, and they went mm. to that like it's that that Thai restaurant. It's got the funny name. What is it? Come on, Capra Fryer. That's that one. <laughs> um, I was I was never going to fucking attempt that. Um, they went there, had their lunch, and then they they basically walked along uh, Rose Street and George Street and could not get up a, a, a seat for four of them. Couldn't get a seat in any in any establishment, <clears throat> and and they ended up coming home. Mm. Yeah, but, oh, the black cat. Always get a seat in the black cat. I was like, I was like, why did you know just jump on the tram and go down to Leith and sit in fucking lost in Leith? Right. Near gins that a horse can shite and fucking umpteen beers on tap. Bingo, bingo. Bingo, bingo. Winner, winner. Right. Um, anyone moved on beer wise? Yes, I've moved on to my uh, other. Uh, I'm not, just, not just in life. Um, go on then, Carl. Um, this one's nice. It's. Again, it's quite sweet, so I don't know whether I've maybe just been wrong. It has been known in the past. Mm. Uh, so this one's Citron Mosaic and Galaxy, Glass Moon, it's called. It's much clearer than the cl- Crossing the Rubicon, mm. um, but it's quite light. I mean, I don't know, Mark, what do you think? It's quite, it, it's no, it's no kind of got the the deep amber that I would expect for a West. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm okay with that. It's clear enough. It's, it's quite tropical, um, but it's really bitter at the end. See, tropical's you know, fine on I, on West, like as long as it's 
no sweet but tropical you can get citrus in there because mm-hmm. like we found out for with the well it uh, should be citrus it should be citrus forward and it should be raisinous and bitter at the end um which this is um and but there's just this overarching tropical vibe that you're getting um it's really pleasant um much more bitter than the than the dry gate number um, but not unpleasantly so for me sounds good sounds very good actually I think I had I think was it last week or the week, bef- week before that I had a West End it was it was basically clear like a lager I pills and I was like this is not right and it, was, it tasted like I can't remember what beer it was but it tasted shit <laughs> so it stood up to it stood up to my eye test of going something not right here this is going to be shite and it was can't remember what one it was um, go on then deal what you got uh, again, I'm on dark, dark rev. Um, is this like your box from like two months ago? I <laughs> any, anybody would think that you've got um, you would you need to make space for verdant beers or something. You're drinking yeah. all this dark rev to get it out of the oh. fridge. I've I have an obscene amount of beer at the moment, and I did t- buy verdant when I was away um, because of the resale. Well, so we'll I've get got, to that in a sec. Indeed. Um, so yes, I'm making space. Basically, um, this is El Jefe. I think we've all had it um, from Dark Rev. It's their dry hopped Hefeweizen. I am boz boz deep in wheat beer and Hefeweizen. I just think it is like it, it might be and a bit of a sweeping statement, I suppose, late in the year. But it may be my um, beer style of the year. I think. I just it's something I have haven't... you picked up your kind of, of neighbourhood yet? No, Cammy, I will be up to see you. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting to. I've got a couple of beers I'm going to give him, so I need to wait and do a wee trade. beers by any chance? No, they're not. Actually, it's even better. That's <laughs> homebrew, so I'm, I think I'm coming out on top. Um, <laughs> All right, Roger. But, uh, no, but Cammy, thank you. Um, when you listen to this, with it blaring across the um, the alchemy um, brew house. Um, cheers, buddy. Um, this is just delicious. You know, you get the wheat um, kind of singing through, but then the Idaho Seven, the Citra, just kind of like elevates it to another level. So you're getting all the kind of. It's sort of when we when we first dis- discovered cold IPAs. And like you're thinking, it's like lager, but flavor. Like you get the the hit of yeah. the, all the stuff you love about an IPA. This is the exact same. So you get all the wheat, and then you get the hit of all the stuff that you love from an IPA. And it's not overly gassy. It's just it's delicious. It's five point nine percent as well, which is perfect. Lovely, very nice. Gil, you on yeah. something different now? No, yeah, I'm just about to venture fridge wise. That's cool. I'll Please. let you venture. I'll let you venture, mate. Um, something out. By all means, you go and do so. Um, I am on full circle. Um, hoop is the name. What the fuck have you done? <laughs> and full circle's hoop. It's an American pale ale at five point, five point five percent. It's everything you'd expect and you would want from an American pale. Um, in terms of it being. Malty kind of biscuity tones coming through, so it it's it sings to that style very very well. Um, solid beer, 
nothing to go singing and dancing about, but if you're wanting to try an American style pale, um, this is a tremendously very good example and get a go if you're looking to expand your palate. As Mr. Hasty would say. Right. Expand the rip. I've, I've, no, I've never I've never expanded Hasty's palate, so I wouldn't I wouldn't know about that. No. <sighs> Missing a trick, buddy. Missing <laughs> That literally, there's only going to be out oh, with us fierce. two other people that are that's going to fierce. understand that. Oh, hello. Oh, mean, it's the Westie. It is. It is. It's the Fierce West Coast. Come on, then, son. Right. So, this is the Fierce West Coast uh, IPA. See, that, looks, that looks amber. That looks like that's that's the colour I would looks... expect the West Coast to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and potty glass. That's a collaboration as well, isn't it? Mm. It's not no. a dash, but it's just a small batch. It's of just them. Is it? Me, myself, and I. Pine dust. Can you be a bit of pine dust? Remind us of the percentage. How much horsepower are we dealing with here? 6.2 horsepower. What's it called? 6.2% horsepower. It's called Forest Floor. No, I'm joking. Californian Horses. Forest Ranger, um, West Coast IPA, small batch vegan beer. So there we go. Mm. It is uh, Key Hops. Can you have a guess, Westy? Chinook. Mm. Westy McGonagall. Columbus. Cascade. Columbus. Yeah. No. No. Really there. Um, it's not, it's not Centennial. A, it's, it's not a C, it's an S. Simcoe. Centennial. Correct. Mark, got it. Um, and then there's one in there that you'll never get, but this time it's it's done well enough. Azaka. Nearly. Starts with an A. I was going to say Amarillo too. Correct, you're absolutely right. Fuck off. I was going to say Amarillo first. <laughs> well, you never. Now we've got no choice but to not believe you. So. Yep. <laughs> flavor. flavor Back to your guns, Mr. Dixon. Is, uh, we're looking for bittersweet, dry, and resin, and then on the beak, pine dust and orange peel, which I can say both are there in spades. Um, and it is very resinous. Wouldn't you say again, maybe tying it nostalgically to um the cone, but oh, I would say it's on the I would say it's in the same postcode, not necessarily maybe the same street, but it, it's there or thereabouts. It's, so uh, it's pine maybe, dust. It's maybe drove road for honeymoon court. Right. Okay. <laughs> that's a niche. There's a niche reference. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> Fuck yes, there ever was one. Is pine dust the the green shit for the bottom of the packet when you had the magic tree for the car? Is that? Is that? Is that I think. Well, that's that what you're that, That's aroma. I thought that was an actual ingredient, but it's aroma. It's like you're supposed to be getting on the old nose, nose schnoz, the old schnozer. And it's definitely got it. I would say it's maybe a wee bit sweeter on the nose than I would have expected. But it's the flavours are all there. It's got that lovely amber colour. It's got a kind of wee bit of biscuitiness. Ever so slight. But the biscuit. See, that's what that's what I think this is missing. Biscuits. This track one. Malt. Aye. I just I don't know and I don't definitely know whether it's straw. Aye. It just it, it feels like it's it's kind of lacking that for me. Mm-hmm. Well, so this, is a, this is a winner. Um, that's a, that's it's West Coast enough to match your is, Columbia 
jacket yeah. slash oh. thing you've got on vest. Your daft hat. All the noise daft is Gav's hat. This is the top notch hat, by the way. It'll be a fridge hat. Then he go out in a high, then he go out in a high wind because that beer fridge sticker will come right off. No, that's not no, coming off. It might, it might, it might, it might catch fire, <laughs> but it's not going to. That, that's not fire. <laughs> <off>. <laughs> that, that hat is not flame retardant. Like, Aye, there's a strong chance it's going to catch fire. No. Correct. Petrol is one of the key ingredients to that hat. <laughs> if, if, here, if there's a second COVID outbreak, you know where it started. <laughs> <laughs> It's that boy that was shouting. The boy that was shouting to the just stop oil folk that everything they're wearing is made of oil. That that hat takes it literally. It's still slick. That, is <laughs> that, that video's hilarious. The hydrocarbons <laughs> are not long enough chain. No. Pulling out, pulling out chemistry as well. Excellent. Very true. Um, it's one of the world's best guys. Best guys. I don't know, guy. I don't know if you guys seen it. Well, you would have seen it if you clicked the link that. I've I sent for my own reference. Um, I didn't bother Gavin. I wanted to save it. I wanted to make it fresh. I know, I know, I know, I know. Um, but Brewdog have got themselves in a wee bit of a, a legal mess once again. Surprise. Oh, is the jump shot fucking, stuff? Surprise, fucking surprise, yes. Um, with uh, Jump Ship Brewing. Um, so Scott, it's got really cool. non-alcoholic brewery in the form of Jump Ship um, has begun legal proceedings against Brewdog um with sure re- leave, right? yes um so brew um excuse me jump ship have brought a series of beers called shore leaves um and the the the, the latest one that came out and it was it was obviously went down relatively well and then brew dog have came out with a with a beer called um i'm just trying to find it because I've, I've fucking there it is. It's time to jump oh, ship, and it's a surely <laughs> beer. Um, with the proposed <clears throat> tagline, so much so that obviously um, Brewdog's own Equity Punks, who have obviously clearly conned when they did it and signed up, fucking know, idiots. Um, in their own forum, have said, "Look, nah. I'm a yeah, I'm a fan of jump ship. <laughs> I'm a fan of Brewdog. Um, nah. this doesn't this sit right. So even they're." <laughs> but a maritime they like a wee maritime pun on there that somebody's obviously pulled out of the old thing I'm a fan in of the Navy <laughs> I, I wouldn't want to see us cutting across their bows nothing has actually happened so Jump Ship contacted Brewdog about it um they basically very cheekily ordered offered them a collaboration, didn't they? Yeah, and kind of like so they offered it. Sonia a collab. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and they just and, make one together, and then we'll just keep making it. Ah, and uh, Sonia from Jump Ship has decided, hold on, no, fuck you guys, and have proceeded um, with court and court proceedings to the damage and confusion which Jump Ship says has been caused to the brand, which is fair, fair enough, to be fair. Mm. Um, if you've got somebody that big, I, I know I was going to go back to the... Was it, what one did they do with... Was it Aldi or Lidl? When, it was Aldi, the... Al, what was it? The old... Anti-establishment IPA. Aye, uh, and that one. Aldi. <clears throat> Aye. So it's, it sounds... They did, they, did, uh, they did one called Memphis Boulevard as well. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So like, it was, was fucking hilarious. 
Oh, that that one's far enough away. You can get away with that one. It's the it's the, when they start to get into Cuthbert the Carpillar mode. That's when they start yeah. to. But I think, I, but I'm firmly, I'm firmly on Aldi's side on that. Like, fuck Brewdog and Punk IPA. But let's get well, we, whose thing. side are we on you know, this in terms of jump ship Brewdog on this one? I would say jump, jump ship. ship. I thought, I thought jump ship. Would, I mean, if oh. if, if Brewdog have caught a Brewdog have released a beer called Jump Ship. Mm-hmm. Then, the only thing then, is the, the only thing in their favour, and they said that their spokesperson said it in their response. They own the register. They are the registered owner of the show Leave trademark in the UK. Yeah, Brewdog own that trademark. Um, Did you have you? So the end bit of the article might have challenged their trademark application months ago as a standard practice, but didn't bother. <laughs> Aye. <laughs> They're obviously quite miffed. They're obviously gone down the legal route, which means they'll probably win. But the end, the, the end bit of this article goes on to say, and I quote: um, "We've sought to settle this matter amicably, and offered a range of fantastic collab ideas, which would have had a huge boost for Mrs. Mitchell's brewery. We even agreed not to use the Ms. phrase jump Ms. ship. Ms. Excuse me. Ms. Agreed not to use the phrase jump ship in our advertising as a gesture of goodwill. Oh, fucking. So they tried the Aldi it, like they did with the Ald IPA. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or the Ald PA, whatever it was, the, the uh, thing that they created. Ald IPA. Ald IPA. That's it. We'll just do a collaboration and that'll sort it. How much. How like So here's a. The question off the back of that is, if they did do a collab, how actual beneficial would it have been to jump ship anyway? Because I don't know if it would have been like and depends, if, if and it depends where it would have been. If they would agree to sell the jump ship beer in the Brewdog pubs, aye. But they're never going to do that because no. they're too busy selling. What is it? Uh, the the AF Punk and Punk AF. Punk AF. The other non-alcoholic beers that they do. Lazy Jane or whatever it is. Right, so they're not going to they're not going to take the name after Lazy Jane. <laughs> they're not going to take them off tap to fucking put that whatever they make with them in. Maybe in cans in the fridge or something like that. But still, it's it's a bum deal. It's it's awful. Like it's not like they're going to take that and stick it in supermarkets or anything like that. Aren't they? So we need to yeah. we need to go on here. But, nah. Yeah. And. Jump ship are in their infancy in terms of new space and kind of creating their own wee niche in like in terms of like alcohol free and kind of making their you know they've obviously had beer out there for a while but you know with this the step in the new space because they're out muscle bro now aren't they because they were brewing it yep. alchemy before in livingston so like you know they're obviously trying to make their own wave and i think you know like at the end of the day stick to your guns and if, if if they feel that they're in the right, then just go. It doesn't matter how big they are. They could go. The press will do more for them, I think, because folk will be like, "Oh, cool! Well, I've never heard of jump ship before. All right, let's go see." You know, like, so just the fuck Brewdog train. <laughs> yeah, right, That's it. You just keep continually, continually. Sorry, when the right decision staring them in the face. They're yeah, leaning the other way. Like, how? Why are they zagging when everybody's everybody's nah. in? Like, there's times and places to do that. Their biggest one. Remember, well, we, we got excited for about fifteen minutes talking about all the various wee cool beers we were doing, and then figured that 
but it's just the target the rain shareholders who were already in the door, right. which is quite annoying. And then this, just say, oh, really sorry, Sonia, we'll no bother we shall leave because we've got a million other beer names up our cuff. Um, we'll give you, we'll give you the tra- trademark back to show leave, and also let's do a collaboration. Mm-hmm. Let's go and do things properly and be the nice guy for a change. Right, give like other people said- a leg up. So then anybody like us who go, ah, they're being cunts, blah, 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 and they go, oh, that's the doing this and that. Like the, like you said, there you go, that's actually quite nice. Right, do the right thing. Do the fucking right thing, motherfuckers. Um, Mark, you've been away for two weeks. Um, we Your pictures have been on the Instagram stories and whatnot over the social media pages. Well, Come on, then. You could spend two weeks in full to see. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Even Delicious. shots to be fair. We're talking about Leith, the Faultus craft beer scene. <laughs> fire. Uh, handmade. Handmade fire. Moonshine. Fire, fire water. Uh, fire water. Hot stills. <laughs> stills and, and them their hills. Come on then. Make us all jealous. On, no, no all like, we, what do you want to know? Like, uh, here's uh, We're on jump ship. So let's go with the let's go with the ship beer first of all because it looked like quite a good selection for a ship. Uh, ship beer. Um, it was it's the usual. It was um, mainly super like macro and all the rest of it. So every main lager you can think of was probably an effect. Found some bottles that are particularly good macro, didn't you? Uh, however, I landed on um, a Polana. Um, Hefeweiss is the is the core beer of the trip, and it was an absolute stalwart. To be honest with you, um, basically, free Polana on a ship was just an absolute win. Um, I did manage, and I didn't send you a picture because it was the first day. Um, but there was only one case of the um, Carmelet Triple that was on the ship. Um, and I managed to get a couple of bottles of that because uh, it was obviously on the menu and I thought, fuck, I'm not seeing anybody drinking that. And the guy was like, there's only one bar that's got it left because no one drank it for, like, it's been on the ship for God knows how long and no <laughs> one was drinking it. So that's basically what I said. I said, is this the only bar? Yep. I says, see this face? Like there's there's nobody else that gets the beer. <laughs> like, um, there's a hundred so bucks. Nice. That's for you, son. Make sure that comes to me. I mean, I actually get some of that. But uh, yeah, Polana was a core beer. After that, it was Cocktail City on the on the boat, and I'm not going to bore you with no. that. But put it this Same way: complete completed the cocktail list. I think that was the that was the game. <laughs> so completed it, mate. Um, well, that's because you were doing nothing but drinking beer and. Dragging your good lady around the 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 merry craft beer. I thought cross. I did quite well. Christ Almighty! We you did, um, you did excellently. We had a we had a bit of a an ongoing. It was uh, the ongoing joke was we would tour, um, whatever the wherever we were looking for what we deem as tat and you know the usual shit that you pick up on uh when you're away, and with that we would stumble across a bar that would maybe sell some craft beer. Mark, Mark stumbled by staying up all night, every night, 
before Google the Map. Day, figuring out where he was going to be, absolutely hammering the ship in on the head. <laughs> there were, I've got to admit, there was a few uh, places where I it was actually stumbled. a proper stumble onto it, which was awesome. And obviously, Linz did not believe me for a second, but it was legit. But um, yeah, look, obviously, if you're in uh, foreign land, you've got to go and try the local beer, haven't you? And that was kind of what I tried to do. So, um, couple of couple of breweries um, to kind of, I suppose, to shout out um, and pubs like I'd, uh, I had I had a really nice Berliner Weiss in Tenerife from a local brewery um, called La Armada. Mm. I'm going to stick to that. Um, <laughs> and I had. <laughs> And then I had a not so good Nelson beer from them too, but that's how the cookie crumbles. The, mm-hmm. That the reason I went into that bar was because I seen the Magic Elephant, mm-hmm. and they had mm-hmm. Delirium uh, Tremens on draft, which I am I'm currently standing with flag and rental space on is the best beer in the world. Like it's unbelievable, mm-hmm. and draft Tremens. From Delirium is uh, it is the best beer in the world. Eight and a half percent, and it tastes like four point five percent. It is unbelievable. Yeah. So anyway, right. um, but yeah, like I'll show a, I'll show a couple of breweries, um, but I'm not going to like bore bodies with it because it doesn't really mean anything. So um, uh, Dorado was the local tenants. Basically, it was the uh, Sagres of <laughs> um, um, the the Canaries. So obviously, have to try the local, um, mm-hmm. the local cerveza. Um, and it was, <laughs> it was it exactly. Like that, no? that was that. Yeah. I'm saying you've got to say it like that, that as well. Hundred percent. Cerveza. Correct. Um, it was it was it was all right. It was cold and it was wet. So it was basically the best part about it. Um, I did. I, I do have a future guest lined up and for a podcast um, nice. that after having spent a bit of time in um, the, the craft room, which is a local uh, craft beer bar um, in Tenerife and one of the, 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 the main guy that runs it, um, uh, wants to start his own craft beer podcast. So mm, okay. I oh, said, yeah. funnily enough, I am um, a part of the, the the world's best craft beer <laughs> podcast. He hadn't heard of us, to be fair, so I oh. said he was missing out. Shot he, like, he did like what, and follow. Do you mean we're not st- being dubbed to Spanish already? Mm-hmm. Well, that could be interesting. Hola, um, buenos dias. <laughs> so, Ay, that, caramba. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How do you say shitey beer? How do you say um, beer? Anyway, how um, do you do the beer? How do you do the stuff? I'm going well, to have to do that for next week. Your, Oh, that's your new resolution. Learn how to do that. I did say, and I, I, I hope he's appreciated a wee bit of uh, Google Translate on some of the uh, um, the tasting notes. notes. Yes. Yeah. Um, I've got there's. I, I drank too much beer to go through them all, right? But um, two Cerveza West Coast. Cerveza de mierda. <laughs> oh. Cerveza de mierda is shit beer. <laughs> Google Sorry, Translate for the win. Mm-hmm. Um, Couple of West Coast to shout out. Um, local brewery again, a Spanish brewery called Peninsula. Uh, they had a beer called 
uh, Horizon. It was, I, I don't know, write the percentage down here, I'll find it, but West Coast, and it was delicious. Uh, I had that chicken bee cans for the road, um, and Lynn's actually got a can of a garage and a garden brewery collaboration. Wow. Which oh, was, a, a a, again, a, a Berliner Weiss, um, which we found as Lindy's new favourite style of beer. Um, and it was uh, called um, All in Bamboo. And it was phenomenal as well. <laughs> it was phenomenal. Um, and I ended up, we tried some Cruz Campo, the... Mm-hmm. OG Cruise Campo, mm-hmm. um, which, dare I say it, was a bit underwhelming. <laughs> um, the, the 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 laggers were mediocre at best. The Grand Reserve was the best um, option of it. It was about 6.5%, but um, a lot of the beer kind of missed the mark for me. Um, I do have some notes on that, so that will be posted maybe for uh, Patreon at some point. Um, but in all honesty, like you say, tons of beer was drank. Um, and some of the places look wicked, man. The Delirium um, bar that we found in Lisbon was unbelievable. It reminded me, Gav, of the, the place in Brussels. It looked very similar. Uh, I sent you the picture of how many taps. Yeah. I think it was 35 taps they had on. Still managed um, to get Brudog on there, didn't they? That's an afternoon, <laughs> though, to be fair, isn't it? 35 taps. Uh, it was some of the some of the weight to these beers is just it, I've just got a bit like Portugal and Spain do things properly. It fits my time scale perfectly. This whole eating dinner at ten o'clock at night, stuff open until you know, drinking until two o'clock in the morning. No 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 shops open before ten o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. You know, you do ten till Two and you go for a wee cheeky beer and a couple of um, a bite to eat between two and five and then you go back to your work. Wee, that's going you know, nah, it's just it's just the box to be honest. But like I say, I'm I did um, I did find two cans of uh, Vault City in a in a bar in uh, Lisbon. So shout out to Joe for doing some export. Mm-hmm. Nice. With the cloud of lemonade. And the diamonds in the mud and the in the in the fridge. Did they so, have a can a canned on date? Did they? They had a what? Uh, did they have a did they have a canned on date? Can, been uh, in the can for three years. <laughs> I, I honestly didn't take it out of the fridge. I just seen it and I thought I'll take a picture and I'll uh, make sure and send that to Joe. But um, cans were rusty, but that's fine. It's <laughs> <laughs> fine. Uh, but, like craft beer scene um, was was very good, and like I said, I am solely planted on in, uh, Lisbon. Mm. Lisbon was good, uh, and if you can, you we'll must you must get a draft. I'm going to say pint, but it was it was tough going. Put it that way of the Delirium Tremens beer. It is. Unreal. Apologies, oh, that was my fault. I, I, I've Googled my, or Google translated my homework for next week. Um, uh, so next week I need to be announcing or introducing the podcast as such. Podcast sobre nevera de cerveza. Mm. <laughs> okay, all the best. Uh, if you can work that one out by next week, I'll, <laughs> I'll, 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 
we'll That's going to sound answer. nothing like that. Podcast. Uh, say, if, you, if you can introduce the podcast like that, I'm going to go into deep pool and change my name to Hero. Podcast. Yep, no happening. <laughs> Easy stuff, mate. Easy. <laughs> right, so the uh, given that given that was just oh no, so good. I need to know I need to know what happened with you, Callum. What what happened there? Beer looked oh. like it, it disappeared in the sink. So obviously, obviously, those of my colleagues will know that I've had a shit afternoon um, today, um, and I've I've drank these two decent beers, but I, I thought right, well, no, pour this bottle, pour this beer, and it was it was. Listeners will remember uh, I, I drank the Glencanic American Ale mm-hmm. um, oh, a couple of no weeks way. ago. Yeah, oh. So, Mark, you, I don't think you were on the podcast when I drank the Glencanic stuff. Um, so, this is uh, Glen Affric Brewery's um, budget, budget brand. So, wing. so they've they've created a brewery called Glencanic, um, based in Scotland, um, providing beers for home bargains. So this is their uh, pumpkin spice stout, no. dark, smooth, spiced, four point five percent pumpkin that. spice stout. Um, look, reading the ingredients list, it, 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 it was promising mm. good things: um, cinnamon, vanilla extract, nutmeg, ginger, and cloves. Christmas in a can, guys! Christmas in a can, Christmas. and it's it smells. It smells lovely. It's chocolate and those Christmas spices. Nope. Nah, that was pish. <laughs> and as as translate as Google Translate would say, Cerveza de mierda. <laughs> <laughs> shit beer. It was, you remember remember when you used to go to Heather for the dentist? And, and oh, can, can that, the butcher go. Can that clove, that kind of cloves taste that you would get from the dentist, that kind of antiseptic fucking TCP flavour <laughs> that you would get, and then she would say, right, rinse your mouth out, rinse your mouth out with this pink shit, mm-hmm. and you'd rinse it out. That's what it tasted like. It was uh, like, it was like mildly spiced water. As if Heather the Butcher has just been mentioned on the podcast. So I poured that four foot in a can. Took one drink, literally. I I'm mean, this, that, that says it all. One drink, and it went into the fucking toilet. We've saved the day with my final track beer from my unbelievable box for the last month. Well, and it no says, stay, stay there, it's called. Stay there, double IPA, Galaxy. Cashmere? No. Nope. No. Single hop. Oh, okay. Galaxy. Okay. Double IPA. And it's fucking unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. The second best beer for that box. Well, we know what number one is because there's We know what number that. one is. But uh, this is just tropical flavours, orange. It's pithy, as Gav would say. Pithy orange. Bingo, bingo. Pithy orange. Even dare I say a hint of peachy vibe mm. in there, but it's complemented by all these other flavors as well. So it, it kind of it's not Makes just like wishy washy peachy pish kind of it's peachy it's fish. all there. It's all there sort of singing together. I mean, look at the color of that. Look at that. 
I love how in the la- literally in the last ten minutes I've had like five or six um <laughs> episode names for this. Episode podcast. names. Aye. Aye. Yep. Peachy <laughs> So yeah, this this has saved the day and eight uh, percent it's going to send me to my bed. If not happy, sufficiently comatose. <laughs> I wonder if you were going with that there. Aye. I'm satisfied. No, 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 no. I was not sure where you were Aye. going there. <laughs> not going to lie. <laughs> um, Mark, like you said, you've been away enjoying yourself. Um, but before you did disappear on your holidays, you did do some a wee bit of homebrew. Is, how is the beer looking? How many Bottled of the bottles exploded? Mm-hmm. All looking oh, good. They've been in the garage since I left, so that's been two weeks and change, so... You tasted it, yeah? Uh, has it been good? Has it, has it felt better, like, because you, you fucked off on holiday? Like, obviously, you don't look at them every day. No. Because I, 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 oh, I, I, be like, I would be, like, looking every day, oh, what's happening? Nah, what's going, I'll, 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 I'd be like, I'll, 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 I'll wait, I'll wait, let me open one. Aye. Must feel I, nice I did see that when I came in, uh, Sunday, I didn't know but I didn't look on Sunday, I probably, probably should have, but I, I couldn't be asked. And then uh, yesterday when I went out for work, I was like, I'll pop my head in. But everyone's, uh, so they've all, they're all in boxes, they're all kind of like tucked away, so they're all sitting pretty. So I will, I'll give, I'll probably give it a try the weekend. That'll be three weeks in the bottle and we'll determine whether, I found bottle conditioning, I'm better mm-hmm. leaving them. A week or so after the three, with most of the beers that we've done, I feel like they've got the kind of sitting um, the carbonation. Like, this is the first time I've like used in... the. Sorry, carry on, mate. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I was going to say this is the first time I've used the carbonation tablets because I was obviously on a bit of a um, get this bottled ASAP mode. Mm-hmm. And oh wow, right. So talk to me about that. You never, you never told us that. Um, so when basically, you it, normally. So normally when we carb, obviously we filter the beer out. So um, <clears throat> to get all the to get all the drop, because obviously I've um, I basically dr- like dry hop the beer with rhubarb, <laughs> and oh, obviously yeah. it's had the hops in it. So I wanted to like, normally the filter fucking it out. sludge in the beer. Right. So I wanted to filter it out this time for um, quickness. Basically, I cold crashed the beer for forty eight hours. Right, so it took all the sediment to the right to the bottom of the tank, and I didn't filter the beer coming through because it's a wheat beer, so mm-hmm. I wanted a bit more of the the um, the haze coming out. Um, but basically, the cold crash took all the 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 usual gunk that sits at the top, and it dropped it all the way under my nozzle, like when I was pouring. So I wasn't getting any of it, and then I got the tablets. Um, Basically, they're just like they're just sugar cubes, simple as, and mm. they go straight in the bottle. So normally, when we filter the beer through, depending on how many liters I've got, I work out the carbonation I'm looking for. So wheat beer, I'll be like two, maybe like two points per bottle. Yeah. I'm looking at. Um, so you work out with the literage how much sugar you need, and then after when I filter it, I mix the sugar in and then just pour it straight in the bottle. But that's one step I couldn't really be arsed with in the short time scale I had. <laughs> so um, I just cold crashed it, took all the sediment to the bottom. And honestly, when I was pouring it, I'd t- done a couple of tests on it 
to see what what it was pouring. There was very little sediment coming through on the pour, and then just drop the sugar. And so the sugar cubes go in for a uh, anything. It's about a, basically the bottle. The sugar cubes I bought were for four hundred and forty mil cans, basically. And it's I've got three hundred and thirty mil and five hundred mil bottles. So I think okay. some of them will be slightly under a two and a half carb, which you're looking for for a wheat beer. And I think the um, the three thirties might be slightly carby, oh, but yeah, I, I filled yeah. them a little bit less to give it a little bit more. Um, Makes sense. So, it, it's the first time I've tried it, and I say it was more out of me it's being. Interesting to see what it's uh, mm-hmm. what, what it'd be like, guy. Well, I think from, I from, from a purely not... experimental point of view, it would it would maybe be interesting to to do sort of half and half. So, mm-hmm. I, so, so you know, so try. Half bottle half the beers as we would normally do, and then half the beers with the with the with the tablets, and that'd be quite interesting. But it's you know, like like we say, we've had we've had experience with the bottle conditioner before, and leaving it that extra little bit does seem to does seem to help. So, in two yeah, weeks' time, aye. when we're all together for the fridges, that could be the time to crack them open and, sure. and try it. Fingers crossed. I mentioned we made we did kind of mention it very quickly, and I said that we would we would mention it. Um, all of us, I think, apart from Cal, um, we all took um, advantage of a verdant. In fact, thanks to MD, because um, I'm pretty sure Scott, we wouldn't have a fucking clue about it unless you told us. Um, I think you have missed it. I would have hundred percent missed it. Um, they had a flash sale, a flash kind of Black Friday-esque kind of deal, 50% off their beers. Holy shit, Mundo. Um, even when I got on the website, stuff was nearly gone. Um, but fuck, that's a, that's a good way of getting rid of your shit, like. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. When, I, when it came through, I was like, obviously I was still away, and I was thinking, like, oh, you know, I was... I was I, I was quite good this trip about not having my phone on uh, for mm. very long periods of time because I was like I, I was, we noticed we noticed with the the sort of lucky thing on the and the messages were like as you so did I'm away like you were, obviously, like you were obviously good with switching it off which was amazing I just it was it was exactly what was needed so anyway but then I was sitting we were just having breakfast actually and then I was looking emails came through and I'm thinking what the fuck is all that and then I seen this. <laughs> Verdant thing, and I'm like, how will we look just while I'm sitting having coffee? And I was like, this is fifty percent off. And as soon as I seen it, I was like, right, go, go time. <laughs> um, so comes out your holiday money, which is basically paid for when you're away, and it obviously paid money for, is um, it's irrelevant when you're on holiday, isn't it? Because well, you didn't see it, so and also like, it's like I mean, it's, it's half price, so like, so so I think I, that, that was like. I, I bought it and then I was like, if anybody wants to buy me any of these, I bought it already, but I was like, I text it. I was like, if anybody wants to buy me any of these beers, tell me, tell them that's fine. But they want half price. So, like, take the opportunity, but I have to buy them. I can't even know. No, that's the way I thought about it, mate. Like, I've got, like, I've got buying a few beers. I've not I got... Been yet. I got you. You must. You must have went mental. I see. So see when I went on, I, there was no that amount of beer. 
so I managed to get six of the travel rugs, which is the collaboration with Overtone, and I got six of the Godspeed IP, which I've had in the box that I had from Bruiser, and that was a nice beer, so I'm having the travel rugs now, and I fucking, for half price, fucking yes, every day of the week. Thank you. Mm-hmm. More I, of that. I can't remember what I ordered, but... Oh, it looks like you ordered a fucking lot. How did you get eighteen? Uh, aye, I think I done three batches, six. Mm. Uh, the three batches is six. What's it though? Isn't it? It's one of those things. on a few cans, and then we can that way you'll have six. When it is half price, it's like I think we maybe doubled up on one, so we maybe get to swap a couple of the batches round a bit. That's right. A couple of cans each, and that way we can we can spread our our verdant coverage. Sounds good. We're going, to be, we're going to be, I mean, we have been very verdant strong the last, me and you, Gil, had the, the boxes. Um, but that, which, dude, that deal's too good to, to, to give up. I know yeah. that um, Fierce did one, at least one, they were doing mm-hmm. a, they were doing a moose, the moose one. They did like selection. All the, all, the different, uh, all the different mice. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> There's there a, there a peppermint in there. There was some other one. Various the moose various. eyes. Ah, yes, mice. Sort of, mice. mice were, were available. After eight mice. Then, <laughs> uh, after eight mice was there. And then there was also, uh, they were doing, and I know it's old cans and, and folk get iffy about older cans, but there was a, they were doing a, a cafe killer box. Mm-hmm. So I think it was six cans. I think it was six cans of Cranachin Killer and six um Cafe six Racers. The cafe Racers with the old can style to let you do your own mix and matches because that's that tended to be for some reason it, it got a second wind as a mixer beer. Um when they were you had... the other mixers. Um, so was you that had... was that Cafe Racer and Cranachin Killer mixing? Exactly. Uh, it was oh. a cafe so that, yeah, a, a Chris... cafe killer. A Christmas so, box. Ca- Cafe Racer was the barrel aged chocolate stout. It's just vanilla, 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 vanilla imperial vanilla stout, and and the uh, the Cranachin Killer was the wheat beer, raspberry wheat beer, wasn't raspberry. it? You can probably still get these boxes. To be fair, There's a, there was a Christmas box. There was a a collab case, a fierce uh, AF Cafe Killer box, and then obviously Bulger in. But I'm, I, I got. I'll be surprised if they if they got rid of them because they're a good idea. Well, it's a brilliant idea for like, especially old. Um, well, I say old stock, but like, you know, I've just put on the website and they're still all there. Co- like, I'm calling it core stock because they are like. Let's be honest, they, two of the they're two beers that put fierce on the map and. People are, it's nostalgic beer as well, isn't it? So, quick, quick question How much would you pay for 24 cans of of fierce, of like decent fierce stuff? No, the yeah. shape would be daft. 60 quid. Right. So, I've just I've just jumped on the website. The collab case at 24 can mix pack is 99 quid. So, you've got okay, okay. inside there's Four Bananas Fosters, which is a collab with Vault City. Oh, no, doesn't no. it doesn't it sound very good to be bananas? Okay. Bananas and Fosters. 
No, yeah, it was either Dunkelweiss or something. Yeah, yeah. Wine, uh, um, Berry Big Moose, Tinamasu Stout, Phantasm. That was a good that from what you said, Carl. Sounded good. The Cookie Dough, did you get the Cookie Dough? Um, Gil, my girl did get Cookie Dough, Cookie Dough, and then Aztec Hot Chocolate. So, I mean, I need to swap one though, so I need to decide what it is because I was because I got I doubled up on everything, including the Forest Ranger. So, I need to take a Forest Ranger out of Shug's box because there's absolutely no way he's drinking that <laughs> and uh, swap it with another stuff. Is that after is that after you drink it this evening and going, no, that's mine now. I like it, but I, I, I might trade you for it, Gil. I might see if I've got a dark beer yeah, for Shug. Well, well, we're accepting offers. But <laughs> Let's do it. See, see, see this is, this is trade, trade's open. Trade's trade season's open. always open, boys. 100%. There's no deadline when it comes to beer. What I was looking at was the... Um, I went and ordered a kernel box. There's a kernel oh. box floating about the, the interwebs. Um, it was this text? Mm. Uh, I just, it was a snap decision because I thought I need extras for, for Santa, and I was like, "Well, I'll just I'll stick a kernel box in." It was a tiny box. It wasn't even offer or anything like that. It was still like forty quid or whatever it was. Yeah, but it's the kernel, mate. <laughs> so I ordered a kernel that, and there's so there's twelve three thirties of various things with the the India the India porters in there the 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 hopped the hopped porters in there. Which is one that I might, I might also shock horror need to swap it as well. Which would be Red season. Here, 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 I can send up some stout zillas from Umbarb. No, I'm not this... any of your old cobblers that's lying about. Uh, you know what? I've not, no, 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 I mean, that's your stout zilla. Right, Stur. Stur zilla. I know, I, I've not, I know, actually, I think I got rid of my, <laughs> the, um, my Stur zillas. Callum, tell them about that. I don't know if you'll remember it. You, you, oh, you text me about it this morning. What else did you pick up when you were in Edinburgh? Yes, yes. I, I appeared in my jacket pocket at some juncture. Oh, no. Um, what have you no, 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 no. It wasn't stolen. It was purchased. Commandeered. It was purchased by a good, a good friend and colleague. Um, Scott McMillan. <laughs> um, let me just... I need to try and find the picture. So... It was called Robot Hive, mm-hmm. um, and it was a brewery from the east. I'm going to need to go down and get the bottle, but it's it's an Imperial Black Braggot, right? Um, and it's twelve percent. And what was it called? Sinister? Is it Sinister Brewery? Um, I'm going to have to go down and get the bottle. I'm going to be, I'll go down and get the bottle, and I'll talk about it in a minute. Well, there's no point because I'm going to. I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm Thinging things up. Yeah. Okay. Well, that, that's a teaser then. Um, I'll, I'm going to open it. When we're all together, the moment amongst when we're all together um, for the fridges in a, in a couple of weeks' time, I'm going to open it and we'll share it. And chat about I it. was um, I was fridge reading. Obviously, as in I was in Lost and Leith, so mm-hmm. I was looking at. I was standing. I was standing outside, available. being propped up by a bin. <laughs> And I was in looking at what was available in the old. Uh... 
in the old fridge and they said I was like oh can I have a look at that and they have a look at that and they said tell you what the they were talking to us a wee bit about it when we were sitting up at the bar and they said Aye, it's yeah. honestly the best thing we've had in here in a while and I was like well get a bottle of it then and it was ended up being half the price of the stuff I was looking at in the fridge but they said the guys behind the bar said it was absolutely tremendous so I'm looking forward to trying it it's yes. a, one of the weird and wonderful bottle share numbers that comes in a fancy bottle so we shall yep. wax lyrical about it at the time, but we, we picked it Sounds up good. and it's one for everybody to share. So. Looking lovely, forward to that. Sounds very intriguing. Um, like I mentioned before, make sure you keep track on um, the road to the fridges. The final four is underway or will be underway very shortly to see who wins Brewery of the Year. Um, so far, over 5,300 votes all together wow. since it started um, so um, yeah thanks to everyone who's voted so far on the fridges it's been absolutely amazing the response we've been getting from everybody online it's been amazing um, so head over to Instagram search Beer Fridge Podcast like follow and share and wherever you've been listening to this podcast make sure you subscribe hit that ding a ling a ling to be notified of all the latest episodes you can show your unsufficient support by giving us a five-star rating or your official support by heading to Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash beer for Ridge Podcast for exclusive content and some homebrew from the guys as well. Patreon.com forward slash beer fridge podcast. For myself, Gavin, Callum, MD and Scott. Until next time, cheerio bye. Um. <laughs>